Hey, Swim Out of the Boxers. Mario Mejia is back for the last installment of our Hearts of Empowerment episodes. This time around, we touch base on how his training with Swimbox is going and how it compares to what he thought he was getting into in terms of swim lessons. It was a great way to finish out our conversation before we chat again right before Mario's race in mid-November. Dominic and I really enjoyed our conversation with Mario and Will and hope you do too. running again Rolling. all right so part three i think of this podcast <laughs> we we took a banana bread break uh, <laughs> delicious good reviews so far for the banana Great bread reviews yes. uh, Thanks, Thanks. i i have wanted to talk to mario since the first lesson because the first lesson is always a very weird lesson for people especially with me um because i make you do breathing stuff because you're a jerk and i'm a jerk <laughs> It's true. It's real life. Um, and I always tell people, you don't breathe right. <laughs> what? Breathe better. You Put your feet on the wall and breathe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> breathing. I'm sorry. So I'm always curious to, like, how, to understand how it's perceived, especially coming from Mario, because Mario's coming from zero swimming background. Not to say that what we did that first lesson would be traditional anyway, mm-hmm. but what a, it's got to be a weird experience to be like yeah you're gonna go get this swim lesson from this guy you've never met or probably don't know anything about yeah. and i'm like get out of the water you gotta breathe <laughs> like yeah. what yeah i had no idea so what was what was like if you can recall going through your mind at that point or like were you just like completely open-minded about it or what yeah i mean even going into it beforehand uh you know i had told will was just like yeah we don't really know what to expect either so just keep an open mind and mm-hmm. I, you know as with everything in life I, I did keep an open mind i was definitely not expecting for us to get out of the pool and start doing breathing exercises while my legs were resting on your knee <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is picture, picture that everyone <laughs> we get very close <laughs> yeah definitely yeah so um, a lot of I, poking. A lot yeah, of like, I had. Does this tickle? No Hopefully not. It's not supposed to. to this. Yeah. We're done. Yeah, and honestly, from then on, I thought every uh, time that we got together, it was gonna be like that. Just uh, you know, getting out of the pool and doing these breathing exercises, but um, hasn't been that. I'm okay with whatever though. Um, yeah, so that that was definitely interesting. And while we were doing that, I I kind of went to think wow like yoga it kind of felt like we were doing something related to yoga yeah and i was just like maybe i should start getting into yoga as well because it seems like it's kind of connected to a lot more than just you know sitting there and meditating yeah um i think for anyone involved in any sport yoga is a great sort of cross training or sort of adjunct that you don't need to become a an expert in yoga, you don't need to do it every single day. It doesn't need to be, you know, the priority. Mm-hmm. But it gives so much opportunity to learn your body and yeah. to work on your breath. There are some th- concepts of breathing in yoga that I don't agree with. Um, but that doesn't matter. It, it gets you breathing. It gets your diaphragm stronger. It gets you into positions that you wouldn't normally be in, which is a really important um, sort of concept in athletics is that you're training to optimize your sport or sports, plural. That doesn't mean... <laughs> I don't know if anyone can hear that right now, but Ev's, Evie's got allergies or something. So anyway, um, that there's this concept that you're training to optimize for the sport. You're not optimizing for your life, right? 
it, you can go too far and actually be detrimental to life yeah. in that, um, for instance, a lot of endurance athletes like yourself do soft tissue damage because you're having using so much oxygen all the time. Oxygen damages soft tissue, mm. right? But you don't realize that as an endurance athlete, it's not optimizing your life. It's only optimizing you for that sport. And so yoga is getting you into positions that you wouldn't normally be in. That's for sure. What makes your posture better, which then helps your breathing also. See, I took yoga in college, but for the wrong reasons. <laughs> what are your reasons? Um, I needed <laughs> one more elective to graduate, and it was a class full of girls. It was at 8 in the morning. Yoga so. pants, I think you would wear them yeah. in class. I'll go. So, <laughs> me, did, did you but, wear yoga pants? No. <laughs> I definitely wasn't doing all that, but the professor did pick on me. Realizing, because I was in the, the only guy. I was the only guy in there. I sat in the front. Like she was like, "You're a clown." <laughs> oh, so she was like, "I'm a, I'm gonna make you do all of the demos in front of all the girls." Oh, it was cool. Man. I liked it. That's all good. <laughs> I made all some good. friends. Thanks it for was, the help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, going back to the swimming part. Yeah. Um, can you sort of picture? Like I said, I wanted to do these podcasts from the beginning, but we were in flux with with our podcast studio uh, <laughs> um, so we didn't have that opportunity but I want to know like if you can even think about after the lessons that we've had because we haven't had that many really mm-hmm. like things that you've walked away with that then contributed to your swimming when you went to the pool by yourself I know there's some really obvious ones yeah um, so can you like think about that or give some idea of like oh this this maybe the breathing stuff didn't help initially but maybe now it is or something to that effect Mm -hmm. yeah um i i would say one of the the first things that i took away from our time together was uh where my legs were at while i was swimming um i have to just say that that really sounds like out of context like you guys dated (laughs) like you're like from our journey together the first time we laid eyes on each other (laughs) first time i made you breathe (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah i mean um, just like any other beginner, I, I would imagine my legs, uh, sunk and they sunk and they sucked. Yeah, oh. definitely. And they, yes, and it was, uh, it was something I was kind of aware about, but I wasn't aware of how bad it truly was up until after only two training sessions. When I started getting my legs right, I had cut seven minutes off my mile time Jeez. and that's when I was like, Oh wow. Like. Minutes, by the way. Yeah, minutes. seven minutes, right? And uh, that's I was, a lot. That's yeah. how long Will runs. That's how much he cut off. Yeah, I was just. I'm coming for me today. <laughs> Burn. It's okay, I don't run at all anymore. Yeah, and um, so that that was a big thing that I took away. Um, just now, when I go swimming, I I always you know think to make sure that I'm feeling my legs uh, at the surface and. Um, there's a, there's a few other things I, I mean, you kind of, I think for me, when I see you come in now and start swimming, it's always posture and legs. That's like, wow, that is like a dramatic difference. And that makes a huge difference for everyone, uh, in that the priority in swimming should always be the reduction of drag. How much less drag can I cause? Because as you travel faster, your resistance is going to quadruple, right? So if that's the case, it doesn't matter how hard you can pull. It doesn't matter how strong you are if you're causing drag, right? right. So that's always like, oh, all right, he's getting it. Yeah. Let me put some more weight on him so he sinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it's, for me, watching your stroke change. The um, 
straighter arm recovery and keeping your arms opposite from each other has done a tremendous amount of help for you in that it is keeping your posture better because you're not Abby's trying to get to Abby, the banana bread. Because um, you're you're not you're not breaking your posture because of your limbs. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then you also have a, a better constant momentum. You don't mm-hmm. have like these like drops off in momentum as you as much as you used to. Um, so now what we're really focused on is the breathing. Yeah. Uh, the actual breathing during your your swimming, not just how you breathe, mm-hmm. but when you breathe, how you turn your head to breathe, where your head is. Um, do you feel? I haven't seen you swim. I'll see you this Friday, right? Correct. Yeah. I haven't seen you swim for like two weeks then. Mm -hmm. Um, You feel like you're making progress with the breath. Is there something that you think about to help during that? Um, I, you know, the last time I got in the water was uh, like four days ago and I I went to, you kind of had told me that whenever I'm swimming that it needs to be more of a reaction. Um, I, I think if I remember correctly. Yeah, so it means a reaction to, to, to think. Yeah. This is all a test if you get it right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Don't um, come back on Friday. No. <laughs> it's rocked. So, um, and that I need to also, when I'm pulling myself uh, or kind of pushing myself in the water, that I need to be using my lats, right? Is that lats right? And just your back in general. Yeah, and so I, I, I like to think that the last time I got in the water, I, I was being a little more mindful about that. Okay. Um, if it helps, I literally didn't know how to use my lats for, for 25 years. <laughs> Aren't you a swimmer, though? <laughs> I, mean, I claim to be. She's, she's a good one. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, things got feisty Whoa. in this. Swim- <laughs> she's a better swimmer than I am. That's what I thought. I still get in the water to this day and have to like remind myself to do that, like to utilize them. So yeah. Otherwise, I'll just swim the way I used to swim. Which I know. Is just, I mean, I, I made it through, okay? <laughs> so much thinking. You did. I did. There, there's so it's much. so much thinking. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize how much thinking actually went into swimming. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I like to think that everything is kind of a reaction. And as long as I'm, I'm you know, and I'm still trying to get the, the hang of it, but um, I, I definitely have been uh, more focused on my breathing. And it almost feels like water is about to get in my mouth, but it isn't. And um, and it's okay if it does. Yeah, yeah. I'll just spit it I right mean, back out. See, I, uh, it's, if so you're I gonna it. swim, you're gonna <laughs> have water in your mouth. Yeah. You accept it and move forward. Right. That's why I don't swim in bodies of water. I don't want to ingest. Yeah, I mean because you will. Yeah, especially when I do yeah. Ironman, I'm gonna be swimming with several hundred other people who are gonna be smacking me and splashing water in mm-hmm. my mouth, and so I just you know those those are the things that I got to deal with for the race. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I had a question for you and I forgot. I have, a, I have a question. I see this all the time and I've never asked you. Your tattoo, Be the Light. Yeah. You take pictures of it with your stuff. Uh-huh. So like, what what is that? What is the story? So, Be the Light. Uh, it's <laughs> something that I definitely got um, right after I got out of jail just because um, I wanted to, even though I was personally going through a lot of uh, hardships at that time, mm-hmm. I... I had kind of made this commitment in my mind that I was still going to be the light for other people. And I I guess it all kind of started out when one of my fraternity brothers died in a car accident, um, over a year ago now. And, um, and during the vigil, they, people had gone to talk about how, although his light had ended, that 
he was able to share that light with other people, like mm -hmm. a, a flame to a candle. And in that way, he's living forever. And that kind okay. of, that I the, like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, and you know, there's different ways I think of it. Um, it's not just that one way. Uh, it is one of the main ways I do think of it. And mm -hmm. so even, even when my life does come to an end that hopefully by me spreading my message and, positivity and putting some inspiration out in the world that that light is going to live on to others and that they are the light so be the light actually so That's you awesome. you mentioning that reminded me of what i forgot to ask you mm -hmm. how can people follow you where can they find you so that they can continue to track your journey or your, your adventure, <laughs> adventure or whatever you want to describe adventure. Adventure. Path? <laughs> your path yeah. Um, How people find you? Yeah. So I'm I'm definitely open on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Um, and I'll post all your stuff. In, yeah. Like, the comments. Um, and Instagram is Rico Chico. Um, and then, <laughs> and then on Facebook, you're more than welcome to add me as a friend. Uh, lately, as I've been posting on you know these triathlon uh, groups and pages, I've. I've, what groups are you in that people uh, might... I forgot to uh, wait before we do that I forgot to ask was it your idea to just join those groups no and I'm so lucky to be working with Will and Junier um, shout out to Will yeah they shout out the marketing team <laughs> yeah, yeah they were the ones to tell me to join these groups and and you know they were telling me like you need to spread your message and mm -hmm. you know it, it just didn't click in my head that you know I should be posting to this audience because my my friends are not necessarily my audience and right and that's one thing which I, is hard i think to realize sometimes yeah you want your friends to support you but it's not necessarily your friends that are going to be the most supportive i've had yeah. complete strangers mm -hmm. send me some of the most heartfelt messages and and those have meant a lot to me um and like i don't get nearly as many um messages from random people as mm -hmm. i do from my friends um, so yeah, it was, uh, Will and Junier's idea. They had told me to, uh, you know, join like sober triathlete, uh, pathetic triathlete. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, you're an Ironman win dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are some of the groups that, um, I was accepted into and they have like, some of them have like 17,000, right. uh, people following those pages or, um, groups and uh yeah so i mean i had posted my very first post on that was actually um i think it was my 14 month 14 months of sobriety mm -hmm. and i had posted a picture of me uh my my mug shot from jail and then right next to that was a picture of me in front of the iron man banner with you know wearing the tri suit and my medal and um yeah it got over 2000 um uh, reactions on it, and mm -hmm. I just I had never experienced anything like that. Just like, I'm yeah, just gonna crazy. put this here and sort of see. Yeah, yeah. and I like had no idea it was gonna blow up. And at that time, you know, everything kind of started making a little more sense as to you know how to use my social media and understanding that like my friends are they're not necessarily my audience. It's it's the random people that are out there that haven't heard of me yet that right. are my audience. And I I think like with triathlon at least like that group of people is so vocal on social media very close together very yes. close because it's like an individual sport but you're doing all of this training with other people and then like 
even if you're not, you want to seem like you are. So they, they are constantly looking to connect with other people like yes. them. Like it's like, it's, it's crazy. I feel like I've never had as much engagement yeah. as with the triathlon community. And, and from a distance, right? Because yeah. I'm, I'm watching this happen from a distance. Mm-hmm. And in team sports, usually you have your, your coaches, you have your teammates to speak and get mm-hmm. feedback and rely on. And just you know, different things you can talk about. But when it's like a single, like you're a single act, right. who do you go to for advice? Who do you go to for feedback or just to share your thoughts yeah. with? Mm-hmm. So I know with that, um, when Mario posted it and that that was Facebook groups, the reaction was, hey, man, continue to do this. Keep fighting. Like now we have bloggers reaching out. Hey, we want to write about Hearts and Empowerment. Yeah. Share your story. And just seeing it from afar, like till this day, people like he'll ask for like a question like, hey, guys, does anyone have experience running this? Ironman in mm-hmm. Cozumel and some girls like it's gonna be very cold like, yeah they'll give you and they're so just, much they're mm-hmm. so active and they're like they're Turn just complete right strangers like who, who are you see, to yeah. me yeah. but they seem so connected and so willing to like it's very help. genuine yeah, yeah. And th- that's another thing I feel like and I mean I'm a swimmer I'm not a triathlete I've done two of them but it's a different mindset because like in swimming it's the, sort of the same thing. You're on a team, but it's an individual thing. Yeah. But it's not the same. Like, you don't have... It's more individualized, I think. Like, triathletes, just they want to build this community. And it's... I don't know. I just think it's great to be in that. Like, you're going to have so much of an And impact. it's a worldwide community as yeah, well. Yeah, you have no idea where anyone yeah. is. Like, that... For some reason, that community is just so great and I stuff like this. part of it is comparing it to, like, training with swimming. Mm-hmm. When you are on a swim team, you're training for yourself, but you're also commiserating with everyone else on the team. You're doing the same set. You're yeah, doing the yeah. same distances. Yeah. Yeah. You're feeling hurt, right? Yeah. You're you're in pain, mm-hmm. and you have that. But when you're a triathlete, a lot of the times, you do everything by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, and yes. That's tough. You, you train by yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like you, again, it goes back to the determination. You want, you yeah, have you to have want to, to do that. Yeah, you're the only thing. Make who wakes up, up and says, I want to cycle 100 miles a day? Not you. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not me. Not Will. <laughs> Definitely not me. But, but with, with that, there are people that have coaches, and their coaches give them feedback. Yeah. But even then, like, even a spouse can't we'll never know. Yeah, can't understand why uh, their significant other needs to be gone for 12 hours on a Saturday. Until you do it. Right? So it's you're like, like, well, who else can I talk to about this? Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you have to have that community mm-hmm. to like be like, yeah, this is this is what we do and and not very many people get to see it. I imagine getting feedback from people like that is motivation to you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? It makes you feel good about what you've done that day or what you're doing or what you're about to yeah. do tomorrow. Like you just is that positive reinforcement that everyone needs at some point? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. It's, and they're, like, they're I like it too because everyone will also talk about all the negative, mm-hmm. but like not in a I give up. Look how terrible this was. It was like, pff, like my transition took forever. I couldn't get my clip in. Like blah blah blah. But my, my next nutrition time, was off. Right, like things like that. And like I've always enjoyed that. And I think that. It can look like you just want to be talking about yourself. Like, look how awesome this was, or look what I did this. And it's like, no, 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 that's not the point. Yeah. Like, you're not doing that at all. But if you don't know, I can see how it can look like that. But it's just yeah. sort of like, no. It's a, gr- it's just a great community. It's yeah. like, it's really it impressive. It is. I agree. Yeah. I, coming from, like, no... Let me get up in the mic here. Coming from no um, 
formal triathlon program or training, um, did you know that there was going to be this community that was going to be open to you? It was just complete, no, like... I didn't. I, I had no idea that... Um, and and grab that like what you guys were saying get, get it, up in there it really it really is a, a close group of people um and everyone talks about you know uh, some people are like yeah i did 70 miles today i did basically my own half iron man today on my own and people are cheering you on and then there i like last night i saw somebody post on there how pathetic am i that i've you know only done three miles and after that i was already out of breath and heaving dry heaving and people are like, "Oh, don't worry, you'll get there." Like, yeah. it's it, like you aren't alone, and you're, and even though it's a very individual sport, it's a group of people that understand your pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's what makes it so wonderful. And uh, it's the only group. I mean, you know, I, I can post a meme out there about being a triathlete and maybe only get a, a small handful of reactions on it on social media, but I post it on there and everyone gets it and right yeah. and everyone's like this is the best thing i've seen all day yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm like that's i, I don't get it <laughs> yeah. well, what i don't get is oreos i i don't know have you guys no yeah i don't know like I mean, apparently I oreos. apparently <laughs> like oreos is everyone's go-to snack as a triathlete i, I have never what? heard this yeah i have, I have no been idea. involved in the triathlon community for a very long time i've never heard yeah that. i like Oreos. yeah i know i'm in and it just happens Maybe to I'll be it happens to be funny because because Oreos is my favorite cookie too, and it's like, <laughs> wow, like funny. maybe I've been meant to be a part of this group this entire time, and I just didn't know. These are my people. Yeah, these are my people. They is get it, it. Is it like something nutritional from the Oreos? No, but I guess like they are vegan. Training? And, uh, yeah, like yeah. it's yeah. Oreos are vegan. Yeah, and it's like there's no animal bo- products right. in in Oreos. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's like not, it's like not the most like, healthiest. It's snack. like yeah, that's like kind of like the joke. Like oh, I'm gonna become a vegan. I'm just gonna eat Oreos. <laughs> Yeah, potato chips and Oreos. That's all I need, right? Yeah. But like a training snack, though. No, like it's like it's everyone's guilty pleasure for whatever reason. Like after training so hard, like like someone's like, yeah, I just uh, asked for my friends to bring me a couple of Oreos, and they brought me an assortment of different flavored Oreos, and it's and <laughs> it's, it's the best day ever. And and that post for whatever reason just gets like over a thousand reactions on it. I'm just like, you know, wow, that's, that's an lovely. idea. We might have to uh, create yeah, yeah, an Oreo yeah, post. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Time to reach out to Oreos. Yeah. Yeah. Spon- sponsor me. Sponsor me, Oreo. Oreo. If you're listening if, to this, Oreos. If you get an Oreo Nabisco sponsorship, that would be so dope. Yeah. I would love to see you in like an Oreo kit. Just like, I can see it, just like a blue kit with a big Oreo on the front. Yeah. I can see it. It looks so good. So good. I love that idea, actually. Make sure, make sure you bring some home, too. Like. Yeah. Like, we're here, too. Yeah. <laughs> Any any advice for anyone that is interested in like going down this this pathway of like I want I I did a, a I don't know a half marathon or I did a marathon wasn't I ran enough two miles. <laughs> any any or I run two miles every Sunday crushing it now I want to do an Ironman like any advice for them to like get started things that you felt like oh, I wish I would have known that when I first started um let's see some things I, I wish I would have known getting into triathlons. Um, I mean, really it just starts with you getting into it and I would suggest for you to, um, you know, join a page, um, but joining a page is something definitely I just recently did, but I, it's definitely something I wish I would have done beforehand mm-hmm. because there, there is lots of great advice out there. 
um, you know, it goes from training to traveling with your stuff. Like I posted on there asking for advice on how to travel with my bike. I have like $5,000. Yeah. Like I have a $5,000 bike and I'm afraid to, for it to get damaged in transit, uh, because the airlines will just throw lots of luggage on there. Um, but I got lots of feedback and I'm actually going to follow someone's advice and go with this company. I had never even thought of, you know, looking up where that's what they specialize in is, uh, transporting bikes, um, in a very careful manner. And it's also going to cost me the same as it would have if I would have just done it through because to travel with a bike is super expensive. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's like $200 one way. Um, just to travel with That's a like bike, a just to add on, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're basically buying another seat, oh, right? Yeah, and then on top of that, you're not even guaranteed that it's gonna come in safely. Like, right. you know, like they you might have no idea. Yeah, and I have a carbon fiber bike. Like that thing could easily break. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I would suggest for you know, join these groups and put yourself out there. Um, and same with training, just put yourself out there. Just go and and do it don't think about it too much and there's going to be trial and error just like there is anything in life and you know um yeah like yeah. you might hurt yourself a little bit but just get up and yeah, soft tissues will be fine like, yeah. soft tissue over <laughs> overall be all right if i learned something today is that but yeah i mean I, I i always say that i never learned anything without failing first like i can't think of an instance that i just did something right the very first time that I did it and learned from that experience. It's always once I've have failed that I go, Oh, don't do that again, dummy. Right. So it's like the willingness to fail and being okay with that. Mm -hmm. Being like, I'm going to try to do a three mile run today, but guess what? I only got two miles in. Right. Big deal. You got up and you attempted it. You failed. Well, what are you going to do next time to make sure you get to the three miles? What are you doing before that? You know, what, what are the training runs that are going to help you get to that, that, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sort of interim goal, so to speak. Definitely. So, you know, I think that it is same thing with with adult learn to swim, or any new thing that you learn as an adult. You don't want to fail as a kid. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You don't realize it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're like, well, this is, I just have to do this, yeah. right? But as an adult, you're like, do I really want to put this much money into a pair of running shoes that I? What if I don't like it? Yeah. What if I fail at it? Yeah. Um, and I always try to think about what are the things I've learned as an adult to like put myself in that mindset because I've, I've known swimming for forever. Yeah. And, and so like I learned how to shoot archery as an adult. That was really hard. And it was really like, I felt those emotions. Like I don't want to go shoot and lose all my arrows. Yeah. They're expensive and I'm going to fail and then I'm not going to want to do it again. Right. It can be embarrassing. Oh, it's embarrassing yeah. as hell. Mm-hmm. Right. And especially when you like, snap the the bowstring into your forearm and you have a giant welt on your forearm yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're like this is really embarrassing or if you <laughs> hand the bow to your wife who thinks that she's strong and she tries to pull it back and just shakes <laughs> like what <laughs> you're strong how many pounds is this <laughs> you're just not compound bow strong um, oh, I am not. so you know it's it's those moments where like you start recognizing oh it's okay to fail mm-hmm. yeah it probably will give you a better level of resilience when you yeah. recognize I'm doing something new. I don't, I'm not going to be good at this. Just accept that you're going to suck at it. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is something new. Enjoy it. And Embrace the suck. Once you see improvement, once you see yourself getting better at it, then it becomes addicting. 
Oh, right? definitely. Yeah. yeah. Because who doesn't want to see success? And yeah. What they do. And when you're a head case like me, it's when I start seeing the success. Like when I'm like getting back into running, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going further. I'm getting yeah. faster. Okay, yeah. Then I start second guessing. Now I'm going to fail. Yeah. Now, it's now so I've had this great success, and I've had, I don't know, eight weeks of no injury, and I'm only getting faster. Yeah, yeah. But if I go out and run this week, what's going to happen, right? Yeah. Everyone's a head case, right? So yeah. it's like, doesn't matter. Let it happen. If it's going to happen, let it. Yeah. yeah. So and that, that that would be my advice to anyone who's getting involved in anything new as an adult. Like you're going to fail. You're going to suck at it. And as you get better at it, you're going to have setbacks. Recognize that you have setbacks. You are not perfect. You will yeah. never be perfect. Right. You will always fail. Just strive. Yeah. Keep Learn from starting. it. And set milestones, right? Yeah. You don't just go from zero to 100. Where it's like, like, just like that. Did right. my first try. Won at Worlds. No big deal. Start with two miles and add a mile Where's each Sunday, you know? <laughs> each Sunday? Each that's Sunday. your. That's <laughs> not going to work at some point. You might need to get, get a, a, a bridge, you know, maybe on like a, a, bridge, Wednesday, on a Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, something. Nah, something. Like a one week approach. Yeah. Like that. Once that's a week. my style of running. I'm in. Once a week. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, I would like another shout out for, for Will, Hearts and Empowerment. Let people know how they can find you. We'll have everything listed, mm-hmm. but, you know, repeat it. Again, Hearts of Empowerment, nonprofit based out of Arlington, Virginia, but we serve all of Northern Virginia, D.C., Maryland. Um, it's a beautiful organization. Um, I like to say we're a young organization. Mm-hmm. When we all started it, we were all 24. So a lot of uh, engagement with the millennial crowd. But um, it's one of the ways that if you want to get involved, if you want to get back to your community, please reach out to us. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, go to our website. My learn space. about MySpace. <laughs> my, yeah, I make that account now. Uh, go to our website, www.heartsofempowerment.org. Check out all the past projects we're involved in. Check out our project with Mario right now. This man's competing on November 22nd in one of the world's toughest challenges. Yeah. And it's been a pleasure working with Mario and being by his side. I've gotten to learn and know him personally. And it's been a beautiful journey. So um, it's only the beginning yeah. for us. And we're only going to keep working with Swimbox and you know, growing Absolutely. as an organization. I, I don't mean to interject, but I wanted to give you some props, Will, because you show up to Mario's lessons at 6 a.m. Yeah, uh, wake up at 5.30. He doesn't need to be there. <laughs> but he's there. Yeah, so. it's tough. It's tough, but hey, if he's grinding, then I gotta grind too. Yeah, and, so. and not to mention, he's also coming from Richmond for those. Exactly. So. Yeah, <laughs> Your job is a lot uh, easier. A lot easier. <laughs> All right, so Mario, give give us some where people can find you, how they can connect with you. Yeah, definitely. Um, so anyone who's interested, or ha- even I'm always open to helping people. Um, you know, with questions or if you need advice, uh, you could always reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram. I'm on Instagram, Rico.Chico. And I'm on uh, Facebook. Uh, full name is Mario Moises Mejia. And uh, yeah, that's how you can find me. I'm, I'm very friendly, very personable. Very, friendly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, very nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Anything to add, Lisa, before we go? What are your final words? Oh, final words? I can't follow up any of that with, that, with something that's actually smart so no but her banana bread with chocolate <laughs> chips is yeah. phenomenal fire thanks guys thanks yeah all right well let's end it there all right we are done with this podcast i'd like to do another one probably 
sometime soon. Yeah. For Follow sure. up maybe right before the race and one after the race. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that can tell, yeah. tell you about our trip yeah. to Cosimo and like all the yeah, fun we had. Yeah, definitely. And you don't need a coach, swim coach to travel with you, right? Yeah. Check those miles. All right, let's wrap this up and. Uh, as always, anyone that's interested in Swimbox stuff, you can just Google Swimbox. You can find us on Instagram at swim underscore box, uh, Facebook. And thank you to you guys. Oh, um, thanks. I found yeah. you guys on Facebook and immediately was like, I think this is cool. Like Mar- Mario can benefit from this. It's been a pleasure working with you guys and getting to know you guys. And now I'm in your home doing a podcast. Yeah. So thank you for having yeah, us absolutely. and you know, making this work. No, this so. has been awesome. Yeah. This has been, been a great, great relationship. All right. And now it's over. No, Bye for now. <laughs>